You fought in the Clone Wars? Roger, Roger. Welcome to another episode of Clone Wars Rewind with fans of the Force. This week, we watched Destroy Malevolence, which is episode four of season one, and it originally aired October 17th, 2008. In this episode, Padme Amidala and C-3PO are taken hostage by General Grievous, leaving Anakin and Obi-Wan to save the Senator and complete the destruction of the Malevolence. As always, I am joined by my awesome co-hosts, Adrian and John. Hey, guys. Hey, Kit. Hey, John. Uh, me, Tana Wongo? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this episode completes the malevolence arc that we've been diligently watching. What would you guys think about it? Uh, <sighs> I think that answers the question. Well, that doesn't. All right, good episode. See you guys next week. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait for next week. I can't even. I don't even know where to begin with this one. All right, I'll start then. Um, Yeah, I think the best part of the episode was when we got three PO and R two together finally, and we had that moment of three PO ness and R two ness combining for a glorious ten whole seconds, and that was the best part of the episode. Really? For me? I mean, otherwise, otherwise, 3PO was just just as hard to watch as the battle droid humor was. No, he was not. Oh, my gosh. Him flying off the train thing and, oh, I did say I well, needed to stop. okay, we can talk. Ab- you know? Yeah, we'll oh, talk about was, the trains in a that minute. That was tough. Um, the whole train thing was just. <laughs> Adrian? <sighs> I know. I mean. All right. So the the whole catalyst for this episode was getting Padme there, right? Like, I mean, you got three POs lying. Are you sure you got the right information from the Chancellor? And I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Boom. They come out of hyperspace. This isn't right. We're in the middle of a battle. I'm going to keep flying straight towards the ship on fire. Hello. It's well, First to be off, fair, I mean, her ship is probably going pretty fast. You probably just can't, like, throw on the brakes. It's right? not a brake thing. You could turn. You could you do so many other things. Right. You can turn right. You can turn up. You fly away from the ship. You but can that's turn the least left. Of it. That you is the least of it. Downish. <laughs> She's not a Jedi. She had to get her. She has a steering and mechanism. <laughs> but wait, why is she unescorted? Okay, so. She's on her way to meet with the banking clan, right? Right. Separatist. Right. Mm-hmm. Where's the clone yes. ex, uh, escort? Where's it's just her going to en- to enemy territory? Well, not gonna, to no- be fair, yeah. she did have her it's protocol. It's all very droid. hush hush, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bull. No, <laughs> it totally is. is bull. Yeah. No. No, I'm with you. I mean, that's I- obviously a problem with the episode. Another problem is. Nobody ever put two and two together that she got bad information from the chancellor, Chancellor Palpatine. They 
I know. So that tripped me up at first, but they actually explain it. There's another line later in the episode, a throwaway line, pretty much. So it's easy to miss where she talks about how the Senate like approved the mission or something. So Palpatine was wise enough to cover his tracks because the first time I watched it, I was like, I was like, how could they not trace this back? And Hello. Be like, I mean, so many times. Of- yes. Well, aside from that. But, you know, but she talks about, like, the greater Senate body knowing that this was going on or that he had received this information or the whatever. So they kind of kind of take care of that. Uh, So the Senate approved, you know, for her to go by herself, which is a protocol droid to meet with an enemy. Well, because it's all hush hush, right? You know, under the table, they're not. Clone Cooper's going to be hush hush. That's, I mean, yes. And this episode might have been improved by some clone troopers. Well, yeah, totally. I mean, even if you have them as fodder and add to the clone kill count in the series, you know, at least they'd be there and you wouldn't have to go, what happened? You know, you could have them like as soon as they get off the ship, pew, pew, couple of battle droids get a lucky shot and kill, kill their, her only escort. You know, it's that simple. But that um, still doesn't I, fix the hole. She just keeps flying. She keeps flying towards the ship for a oh, good chunk of time. It, it's a Naboo ship. What? Hold your fire. Right. Oh, I'm here on a mission, Anakin. Like, this whole time yeah. she's still flying parallel the, to the, the whole. Yeah, the whole time. Turn right! <laughs> Up until Turn the, one of the battle droids. your ship right! Turn it right! <laughs> You're you're going the wrong way. You have enough time um, to explain to her, okay, the right, if you hold both your hands up with, you know, your your <laughs> index finger pointed straight up and your thumb out, your left makes an L. The right doesn't make an L, you know? That's the way okay. you want to turn oh. your ship. And they would, she could have gotten All away. Right. <laughs> okay, moving on from that point. Um, no, I actually, no, no, okay. I, <laughs> I, it's funny that you guys are kind of groaning about this episode because compared to last week, I like this episode a lot more, which is not to say that it's perfect because it is not, it's not, it's not by any means. Um, but I like it a lot better than, uh, Shadow of Malevolence. Maybe because Padme's there, and we get some Anakin and Padme interaction. Which I have another problem with, but we'll get to that (laughs) later. (laughs) But she's so useless in this episode. They totally just made her a plot device. And then they make her clean up afterwards. Yeah. 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 Make the woman clean up for you. I Okay, guys. Like, as the woman here, yes, that was hugely eye roll inducing um like seriously they they get out of the elevator and again pulls up the lightsaber she holds up the gun like oh yeah she's gonna start shooting the droids too no two battle droids super battle droids come off from the side instead of shooting them anakin watch out like you're holding a freaking blaster what what is this first ask questions later The blaster is in your right hand. If you hold up both (laughs) your hands and put your index fingers. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, they just Uh, totally made Padme such a... No logic this episode with Padme. 
to um <laughs> to start, I liked the way that this episode opened um with the malevolence fleeing the Jedi cruisers. I thought that was a very nice kind of like had a very nice warlike feel to it. Yeah. Um, and and I'll, and I'll tell you it it's good to see um the 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 good guys beating up on the bad guys. Usually it's the other way yeah. around. So that was refreshing well, to see. Well, in the past Yeah. Um so I I kind of liked the uh I like the way that captured the war feeling that this series is supposed to have. You know, it felt very, very much like you were just kind of jumped right into the middle of a, a battle. So I did think mm-hmm. that was, I did think that was a nice way to open. I have to admit, I was eye rolling a little bit when um, Anakin, you know, has to, of course, rush off to save Padme and you've got Plo Koon in the background going, oh, Skywalker, you know, always craving adventure. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, you don't even know the half. Like, <laughs> it's not even about that. Um, but okay, <laughs> whatever you want to think. <laughs> Maybe it was my imagination too, but Ahsoka looked more orange than ever in her skin tone. <laughs> Uh, okay. No, I, I mean, I, maybe it's my imagination. Maybe I just mm-hmm. noticed it, but she looked like I'm like, I'm, is that like Ahsoka Trump or why is she so orange? You know, she's always been orange, but like, like deep into bro? the orange. I don't think I noticed that. Maybe it's just yeah, me. I guess. All right. Wait, maybe it's my TV. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> she was too original in this episode. And I didn't like it. <laughs> well, I, I also, and the animation I in general like, was pretty not fun to, ooh, to watch. Yes, can yeah. we can we talk about that a little sure, bit? Sure, go yes. for it. Um, yes. that that's on my list. Um, but basically, that some of it still seems kind of wonky in this episode, mm-hmm. especially the parts where they're jumping yep. from the rail cars, leading with their chests. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and then Anakin um, and Obi Wan got the same like pivot movements exactly. So right. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I I would agree that this is. I mean, given that it's an early season one episode, there's definitely yeah. still some. Uh, <sighs> wonky animation yeah, the way that the bodies move isn't quite realistic well, and the too. renderings too are just like god they they just don't have the breathe of breathability you know yeah there is i yes for the most part but they're very marionette I I, renderings yes yeah but that's like kind of the bigger picture up close mm-hmm. I felt that it was very good. So, like, when Anakin finds, you know, hears that it's Padme on the ship and they do, like, the close-up of his face and he's clenching his fist and he kind of, like, lifts his lip a little. Like, he's kind of, like, you know, (laughs) trying to make that decision. The animation on that was quite good in in the up-close, you know, tight shot. But I think, yes, I think a lot of it feels more like marionette when you 
pull back out and in the action sequences. So, I mean, it's not all bad, but there are definitely some rough spots. It's not something I'm going to really hold the show against, you know? Just... It's still early on. Yeah, no, no, me slow. either, but uh, it's definitely something that was distracting at times, and it should be mentioned. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True that. Um, little positive uh, spin here, just because <laughs> this episode started really rough. So it's not just a bash episode. Uh, I think this is the first time we see Anakin and Obi-Wan team up, right? In the show? Nice Obi-Wan, Anakin, back and forth. I think you're right. Yeah. He- yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you yeah, don't count the movie for most of the Clone no, Wars, not, movie, not counting yeah. the movie, yeah. But in the and, TV um, series, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. there's a Twilight again. Let's take the Twilight on a mission, you know, just as reasons. Yeah. But, well, <laughs> oh, uh, that is. I was trying to say shit. something. I was trying to say something nice about it, and I, I like the banter back and forth between Obi Wan, the little Phantom Menace throwback. You know that's. Yeah, isn't flying. I assume you have a plan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of cool yes. little stuff there. I'm what like, okay, plan B. Totally agree. Yes, I like, and um, I actually think in this episode, this is where this is kind of the start of the Obi Wan Grievous feud, is it not? Hello there. Maybe. <laughs> That was cool that was too my- when when Obi Wan was completely surrounded and he got himself yes. out of it. That I will say that I enjoyed that. That was one of my that. favorite scenes. Maybe the second highlight I, of this episode for me. I'd say it was the main highlight. I you know, highlight. I mean that's that's probably super cliched, but I love that too, where he's, you know, deliberately all you know, because it's Obi Wan. You know, putting himself in that situation, and then just... and he's just so cool about it. He wasn't freaked out at all. Yeah. He's just so level headed, and that's one of the things that make his character so great, and why I think as as another point that you can illustrate, Adrian, as to why he's your favorite character. Oh yeah, there's plenty of great Obi Wan cool moments in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Totally love that. You know, he uses the droidicas as weapons. Yeah. Just Pushing them around with the force. Really, really Which cool begs stuff. the question, though, why don't they do that more often? Because plot. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All, right. All right. Moving along. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, what else can we say? Right. Like, it's either that or they forget they can do that. Oh. So, I, uh... <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the go droid- ahead. Oh, you know what? No, the droidica slipped and Obi-Wan noticed so he just kind of took advantage of that slip. That, that's it. So there was a banana peel there we didn't see. Over and over and yeah. over again. Oh, yeah. yeah, over and over and over again. Yeah. And you look back and zoom in, you can see the banana peel. Oh, okay. That makes sense. You know, it, it, I'm it's good just with more that. of that droid humor. It's okay. more droid humor. <laughs> All right. You know, like that's like that stupid ass fire hose. You know? Yeah. Oh, that was so bad. Um, yeah. I agree. The, uh, like, okay. I'll I'll say this. I I don't hate the battle droids and like if they would just stick to their assigned roles of being battle droids and saying the yes. things that they needed to say in relation to that, it would be okay. But yes, like the stupid <laughs> firefighting droids and then yeah, 
yeah, that well, the, always kind like of... the whole scene where did you hear that? Nah, it's in your head. Droids wouldn't have that conversation. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't. That's what freaking annoys me. I, yeah. I brought it up last week too. Pre- I don't hate the battle droids like Cat Ray said either. I don't right. hate them. But I'm pretty so close to hating them. The just so you guys know. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. Like in the show anyway, they're just so different from the way they're portrayed in the movie, in the right. prequel movies. I mean, I. The same art, the same thing we always come back to is it's a kid's show, they're comedic relief. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Come on, like battle droids are really you need a fire hose, there's not a like a droid hose thing that can do that, or like a (laughs) extinguisher system on the ceiling. No, it has to be fire. R2 has an extinguisher system in him, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You, You think what's the practicality of having a water hose? Yeah, on that's a true. ship. I mean, you probably wouldn't be hauling that much. Well, I guess I don't know. I'm not a. Well, space. if you can haul a train, why can't you haul a little water, right? I'm sorry, multiple not trains. Just, yes, not just one train. Right, many right. trains with very, very uh, long, extensive tracks that seemed physically impossible on the base of the size of the ship. Yeah, that was well, a it is big a ship. pretty big ship. <laughs> pretty big ship. However. Um, I, Big enough for that many trains? Yeah. Dri- yes, driving that long? I, that was a long sequence. I yes. thought it was just circling. So what's the point of the damn train if well, they're going around them, in a circle? Multiple levels of yeah, trains. You just need one, right? Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, true. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the trains were a little bit ridiculous. Plus the whole... Um, you know, kind of cribbing of like the the London Underground, mind the gap, mind the gap. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I mean, okay, it's a big ship. Like even you know when even when you look at like the Jedi in the in the space battle portion, like you look at the Jedi cruisers versus the Malevolence. The Malevolence is huge, which makes sense because it's got this huge energy weapon. You know, you're gonna need to build a ship that can support that. Like I totally am okay with the malevolence being a big old ship, but, and, and not necessarily, you know, not necessarily against the idea of having like a rail system that, you know, might run the length to help move supplies, (laughs) but like the complex multi-level, you know, like super bullet speed trains that are, (laughs) running around this ship it's a little yeah. ridiculous oh totally uh i mean you know i promised myself i wasn't gonna let this turn into another bashing episode but damn it no it's it's not your fault it's the episode's fault <laughs> well i mean i actually enjoyed this episode so i'm not i'm not necessarily bashing it i'm just i, I mean that was i ridiculous. wish i could like, have, i'm just being honest I, I couldn't enjoy it there wasn't enough. I mean, there it had moments where it was like, like the Obi Wan thing, um, but for the most part, it was. Oh, it's just like I said last week. It feels like this is the unnecessary episode, closing episode of this arc. Like we already know they beat it, you know, and so they tried to do a whole bunch That's of true, other but- stuff to make it seem like important. Th- Exactly. To make it seem important. And it's just not. 
We could have skipped this whole well, episode you know, and had the same outcome. Consider, well, yes. I mean, I, you know, honestly, if if you're thinking about it like that, you could have taken this arc and probably condensed it into two episodes, restructured it differently, um, but shortened it up quite a bit because, I mean, basically the whole point here, well, there's a couple. They're, they're kind of setting, setting some of the groundwork for, you know, like, okay, Anakin's going to do anything to protect Padme, even though she will explicitly say, like, you know, destroy the ship, it doesn't matter, like, you know, do your job. So it's kind of set laying some groundwork you know, for future things, developments. Um, but, and then, you know, actually destroying the ship, which is what happens at the very end. But it could have been condensed, to be sure, last week's episode and this week's episode. Um, we probably didn't need all of it. No. There was also no real point to the whole thing with, oh, where's Master Luminara? Is she almost here? No, she's busy. Oh, wait, she's on her way, but the episode ends right before any of that is needed. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess it it goes to show that, like, they're, you know, as parts of the war machine are moving around and the Jedi are being spread out and called to different areas, there's... I guess. There's this rule sort in, yeah, you know, I'm still in film theory mode. There's this rule I know, in storytelling. Gun or, yeah. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> you introduce something, it's because it's going to be useful later or something. It's going to contribute later. So, like, why, why do any of that? It's just more filler stuff that. Man, season one. Man, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I, that didn't that didn't bother me. <laughs> that didn't bother me quite as much about uh, Luminara. I mean, I I just kind of see it as like you know, it's a snippet of like, oh yes, there are these other people out here, but space is big and there are other fights going on, and so you know, we got to do what we have to do right now without necessarily relying on somebody else coming to rescue us. So, I mean, I wasn't overly upset that it didn't really have much of a payoff in the end, I guess. They um, made it seem like Luminar was going to come in guns a blazes, like, oh yeah, here she is, reinforcements have arrived, alright, let's finally take this ship down. <laughs> no, it's, And it never went there. It never went there, it's Anakin's like, hey, hey hun, clean up while I do my tech thing to this hyperdrive. Right. And then... <laughs> Reprogram the hyperdrive. Turn it off. Turn it off. Boom! Right to the moon. <laughs> which we which all, in, the, which we all saw coming. That in itself was a pretty creative way to take out the ship. At least uh, yeah. I will give it that. Yeah, sure. Yes, yeah. And that's kind of um, kind of nice to see Anakin using some technical smarts as opposed to his, you know, lightsaber brute force right. skills yeah. um, that he also clearly has that mm -hmm. we see in this episode but you know nice to kind of see that yes he still also has this this technical side he can do more than just cut droids in half 
and fly in a sh- ship. Although I did, it did find it amusing that Padme can knows how to work the the guns on the Twilight. Uh, you know, no problem there. Yeah, I'm sure she's never been on that ship before. You know, nothing to see here. Probably <laughs> not. It, it was beginner's luck, remember? Right. Oh yeah, totally. Totally beginner's luck. Beginner's wink, luck. wink. <laughs> not, you ain't fooling Obi Wan. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. Obi Wan's on to all of y'all. He's just a bro about it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. As they're hugging, hugging on the rail car. Nice catch, Anakin. Hey. I caught you, let's Mac. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Like, That's weird. That's yeah, kind of weird. It's okay. So there we go. You brought it back. It seemed to me <laughs> like that whole thing. Oh my God. They no two people in the world would do that in the middle of a rescue, you know? When all all you know, with all the trains going and the wind in your hair and droids might be shooting at us any second. Let's make out while nobody's watching. That is just so. <laughs> come on, ridiculous. Yeah. As much as I like Anakin and Padme, that was <laughs> dare I say it started to derail the episode. Oh, Smith! <laughs> no, you didn't. Go home. It's getting late. I'm cracking myself up. <laughs> Go home, cat. There's a mom with the dad jokes here. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> You're drunk. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. I couldn't help myself. I probably could have actually. You've been hanging around John a little too long. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm trying to rub <laughs> off on you. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I agree that felt out of place uh, in this episode. And didn't really work in the in the setting in the context. You know, another but, little comedic moment that kind of uh, kind of stood out at me. Like it's supposed to be funny, but I just thought it was kind of mean. Was when uh, Anakin just automatically starts uh, snipping at three PO when they get out of the elevator. Yeah, what are you standing around for? Come on, get going. It's like, dude, he just got out of the elevator. You know what he's doing. Right, yeah. Like, why are you although being a he, dick? Like, although he did just say, why don't we wait around here? Anakin didn't hear that. Well, maybe with his super Jedi hearing, he did. No, he was too busy making the Padme in the a elevator. Good point, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, assume. if you can't do it in an elevator, what's the point? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Love in an elevator! Nobody- Living it up when I'm going down. <laughs> My rock I mean, and roll no reference of the week. Then. There we go. All right. Yes, that that was perfect. Actually, was perfect. so kudos. Thank you. <laughs> you know, one little story beat that uh, kind of I guess made a difference. It's this trap that they set with Padme that kind of dooms the ship. Because had they not done that, they would have actually repaired their hyperdrive and they would have been able to take off. It wasn't as bad as we thought. Yeah, that line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that is kind of... Uh, although, who knows, maybe maybe Palpatine actually planned it that way, right? Um, mm. 
Also, no, I don't think his it. he goes that deep. I think they just got their butts whooped. Oh, I think Palpatine's kind of got all his bases covered. I mean, he didn't have that one covered. No, he, <laughs> <but> <laughs> in terms of the war, I mean, or you could say that he's depending on the outcome, you know. So, okay, the malevolence is destroyed. So that's a blow for the separatist. But then you've kind of got more of Anakin and Padme being. Whatever. Um, well, he would. <laughs> he would send Padme out to where Anakin's at. It, well, exactly that. right. Like that's, so, that's the whole lure. Yeah. So he's give you that. Yeah. Um. So I think I think he's covering his bases. You know, either way it could have gone. You know, if if Padme had died or been taken hostage, you know, Anakin would have gone all berserk. Um. Or the malevolence is destroyed, and then you know, kind of tips back towards the Republic for a while, yeah. and the ebb and flow of the Clone Wars. So, I think Padme—he's a sneaky, sneaky guy. He knew what he was doing. He had—he had a plan, contingency plan. You know, the only bit of comedy I like in this episode is when Grievous hangs up on Dooku. <laughs> <laughs> he hung up the phone. <laughs> He just kind of, he just hangs up on him without saying a word, right? Like ah. Grievous is in the doghouse, and he knows it. Yeah. Oh, Grievous! Ugh. You rascal! <laughs> you. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't win for losing that guy. No. Um. <laughs> oh. Oh. This is pretty much just... And then the very, the very end shot with all of them standing there looking at the camera. And, you know, it's a very... very it's a very happy ending. Hope, Star yeah, Wars. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't earned this time around. Totally. Was not earned yeah, at I agree. All. Yeah. I mean... Uh, I mean, yeah. Plowing, plowing the ship into the moon kind of... Yeah, it doesn't really have quite the, uh, I mean, they'd already destroyed the weapon, so it doesn't really have that much of an impact. Well, it's kind of like, and now, I mean, maybe they could have fixed it. I don't know. But I mean, financially, that that would set the empire back a little bit. (laughs) Right. No, true. It would have cost a lot of money. The the separatists, not the empire. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. Financially, that would have been a huge blow. Well, and strategically. Certainly. Having a weapon like Certainly. that. I mean, yeah. obviously, we saw in the in the first, the first episode. episode of this arc, it was um, just they, wreaking havoc. Yeah, kill all the clones. Um, so, Do it. yeah. <laughs> so, but but yes, it didn't. It didn't. The ending shot with all of them standing there did not feel God. earned. Yeah. And again, perhaps if this arc had been shortened, and I mean, I, I don't I don't dislike this episode. I mean, as we've well, said, of course others, you don't. it's a season one episode. It doesn't have Yoda not, in it. You're not, not going to hate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, no, I, this is going to stick around forever. Um, You made me sing Let It Go. I hate you. Uh, well, Sorry, yes. you did it, not me. <laughs> it was timely. So, 
so maybe if maybe if the arc had been shortened and tightened, that ending would have felt a bit more earned. Uh, but I I would agree that it didn't really feel earned in the context of this episode. I did like one other thing, um, and that was they finally attacked from the back. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, John. They, they totally were. <laughs> they totally did attack uh, on the back in this one. That was all those Jedi cruisers. They were they they cut your feelings through the force, John. They must have years ago you know, when they first put this out. They know what's what. Yeah, they attack from the back, but it doesn't matter because Padme didn't turn right. I, yeah, exactly. It's a cancellation. It, it is a cancellation, exactly. I mean, all of this, this whole episode would have been avoided. Number I, one, I, I hate attack from the back before. On... <laughs> and number two, turn right. Boom. Just turn right. Turn right. That's all you gotta do. Take your little steering doodad and... Right. But I, I, I just do not like stories where smart characters make dumb decisions. And or they lose all logic for some for whatever reason. Yeah. And and it's a dumb logicless decision like this that just started the whole episode. Well, it seems like it seems like in at least in the in the season one, they didn't have somebody in the writer's room playing average Joe applying average Joe logic. You know what I mean? Like you and I as average Joes know. Yeah. Turn the ship and don't fly closer to it. Do the opposite. Fly away. Make yourself a smaller target. You know, all that stuff. They needed somebody in that writer's room to go. Wait a second, guys. Does this Naboo ship have the capability of turning right? (laughs) <laughs> no I mean it was a long time before the cl- uh, the droid said hey we got a tractor beam on this right I don't know I'm a droid I gotta think about it exactly you don't need just to think automatically about know it just do it <laughs> I can't hit anything. Wait, don't fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just got promoted. <laughs> well, you like that one. I like I like John's battle droid. Uh, yeah. Battle droid voices. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's why everybody loves John. I know. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up this episode. Kind of a, a mis- mixed bag. Mist bag? Mixed bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> John and Adrian, not huge fans. Me, it's okay. I don't hate it. It's not the best, but I don't hate it. Uh, <laughs> which doesn't sound like a resounding vote of confidence but really it's it's not terrible 
Meh, I don't hate it. Well, that's praise compared to what John and I have been spewing. So, no, I I, I mean, I'll say it. I I really had a hard time with this episode, and I I didn't. I hated it. You know, I really did hate it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just kind of hated it. If you've been listening for a while now, you know we're not hateful people. But. I hate this episode. <laughs> exactly. This yeah. Episode. Yeah. And it's just made for a really mean spirited podcast. Did rewind yeah. episode. So I usually like this. But... To leave leave it on a positive note. Well, I didn't hate this. We're to well, leave Cadre it on a positive note. This. We're one episode closer to the second season where things get a little better. I'm looking forward to next <laughs> week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Please, please join us next week as we watch and review episode five of season one rookies which takes us back to the root of the clone wars the clones nice Um, hard to go hard to go wrong with that Uh, in the meantime feel free to leave us a review on itunes you can follow us at force fan podcast on twitter and facebook and we will see you next week for more Clone Wars Rewind. May the Force be with you. Bye.